Welcome to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hey everyone, missed you all. You're tuned into the Dating and Relationship Show. I'm Laura Bellotta, your host. I just love hosting the show and enriching your lives with all sorts of helpful information when it comes to dating and relationships. Now, with this new world of dating apps, postponed marriages, and frequent hookups comes its own set of common conflicts. On today's show, we want to discuss the shift in dating culture. And let me tell you, it's really changed. Depending on your age, I mean, if you're a Generation Xer or a baby boomer, you can totally see the shift, even if you're not single, because you see what your children are experiencing. Joining us today are the love listeners. Hey. Hey. <laughs> So these ladies are leaders in the matchmaking and dating industry with over 20 years of industry experience. So let's welcome Natasha Saunders and Nicole Scott. Hi. Hi, everyone. Hi, girls. Hey. Yeah. I uh, haven't seen you in about, what, a week? Yeah, I know. It's been a whole <laughs> yeah. week. Yeah. So we're going to be working together. We're going to be yes. matching up all of Toronto and Absolutely. finding people the best suitable matches. Absolutely. Changing yeah. lives for the better. As That's Natasha right. says, we're going to take over. We yeah. certainly are. You know it, babe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so let's start off with uh, hmm, talking about, uh, well, I just want to know about, in your professional opinion, what's your viewpoint on the shift in dating culture? Well, I think where it all got started was certainly when we started introducing dating apps. Social when media. we started leaving people to their own. And, and, well, and online dating, which was about, let's say, 20 years ago. Yeah, Because I, exactly. I started Single in the City 16 years ago, and I remember a few uh, online dating sites being around then. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. And then it just grew and grew and grew. Mm-hmm. And we got to kind of see that whole transition whole transition develop from being you know a matchmaker you know 20 years ago in a professional setting of us doing the matching to see was it, online dating around when yeah you started? a little bit a it was little little taboo, bit, very right? taboo. but it was so taboo very so taboo. that's how it even got started right do you right? remember People where everybody's were, profiles were hidden oh yeah nobody <laughs> wanted anybody to know they met anybody online yeah oh yeah or they were so even taboo. online mm-hmm. yeah and okay, then sorry, also too it off. had um, everybody was like, oh, if you're online dating, it's for people that are going to get scammed um, and or married men. No one had a positive outlook when it came to it. So it really started on shaky ground. But then over time, people did get used to it. It definitely took off and became a huge thing. And now, just like with every other social media platform, um, things get lost in translation and people over abuse what they have. And then that, you know, it's like online dating is almost like going to buffet for <laughs> breakfast, <laughs> lunch, lunch, and, and dinner. dinner. Totally. And yes, that's so awesome when you're on vacation and you're going to overindulge for one week, but you can't overindulge in dating for a year or two years or three years because then it's an addiction and as we know overeating is not healthy <laughs> so it's the same thing of over dating um but then at the same time too although there's been now this i feel like people are still kind of a little reluctant to be like yeah we met online because i speak often to people that are still a little bit shy when it comes to that mm-hmm. but the fact remains see i don't see that i always ask everybody how'd you meet how'd you meet yeah 
And when they meet online, they they tell me. Yeah. yeah. I, I get a mix of that. But that's the thing. You should be proud of the fact that you did find someone. And although there's a bunch of negative things we could say about online, there's lots of people who have found their person online. They so have. It, yeah. But I think more people are reluctant to say, I met someone through a matchmaker. Don't you find? Isn't that interesting? Yeah, because why? Because you why would wouldn't you like? Why? Why not around. go to the professionals to let them help you find someone? Yeah, yeah you would think, especially I, when I you agree. do it every day, yeah, right? Yeah, I agree. I yeah, agree. yeah. yeah. Um, because we're all matchmakers here. I mean, you guys yeah. have been in the industry for twenty yeah. years. What was that like? Amazing. Back then, yeah. You know Amazing. what? It's one of those things. People like as soon as I tell someone what I do for a living, the first thing is, "Oh my gosh, that must be so cool." It's hard. And, yeah, it's exactly. Don't I don't understand you know how difficult it is. You have it takes a certain type of person to really want to be a matchmaker first and foremost, like oh, really sorry, to be to- a good matchmaker. Because <laughs> yeah. there's it's just I know like you have to emphasize that. <laughs> yeah, but it's true because I, I think the only part about matchmaking that is worth it all is it's so rewarding. Like to be responsible for someone's family, like that person met because of you, and now they have a beautiful family, two kids, white picket fence. Like you know that that part of it is so rewarding. It's the best feeling. But the work up to that part, you're dealing with people's hearts. It's tricky. So what do we have to say, because we're on this topic now, about people's expectations? When their expectations are way out of, like, whack. No, we work with every single person that, like, at least that we're in contact with. But it's really hard to change people's minds sometimes. No. Do you guys change them? Yeah. All the time. Yeah. Wow. It's just about helping them see another perspective. Yeah. It's like seeing it another way. In a viewpoint. Just you never considered it that way before. Like the reality is, like say Laura, you were single and searching and you only wanted somebody that was university educated. He has to have a master's in whatever. Like if I say to you, do you think that it's impossible for you to fall in love with someone that doesn't have a university education? What is your answer to that? Uh, No, of course not. So then why are you doing that to yourself? Yeah, but uh, yeah, but I just find certain people like they're really they they just won't. Yeah, budge. they get stubborn. Yeah, and there stubborn are their some way, but you have people to massage that it, won't right? Budge. That's what well, good matchmakers do. Okay, but yeah, they help you see the other side. That is what it's about: creating trust and building relationship. Because yes, exactly. On the day that they join, or a week later, or even a month when you don't know each other well, it's a no. Right, and that's where the cost comes in. Because we're going to talk about this when we come back. We're yeah, so much to say. Okay. So much <laughs> to say. You're listening to the dating and relationship show. Stay with. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hey, we're back. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I'm Laura Bellotta. Missing today is my executive producer and co-host, Sandra Carusi. She's under the weather, but hopefully she'll be back next week. I'm chatting with Natasha Saunders and Nicole Scott. They are the love listeners. They are, um, they've been in the matchmaking and dating industry for over 20 years now. And we're talking about shift in dating culture. Before the break, we were uh, getting into the cost of matchmaking yeah. and how so many people are skeptical about matchmaking because they think it costs too much. Right. So, so Natasha, what do you have to say about that? Well, there's two barriers in respect to that. The, the first barrier is, for whatever reason, it's the one area in life where people don't want to admit they need help. If you wanted a personal trainer, you 
you'd go to the gym and you'd get one and everyone you knew would be like, oh my gosh, you got a personal trainer? That's so awesome. You know Good what? For I you. totally agree with you. Yeah. yeah, but then if you said like, oh my gosh, like I joined, uh, you know, a service and I hired a matchmaker, people would be like, oh my gosh, why would you do that? It's like, I'll match you. It's like, okay, but have you? <laughs> Where's your pool of people? Right. And where's your also your skill Mm -hmm. nobody can just wake up one morning and be like you know what today i'm gonna be a tennis player you you there's so much (laughs) that goes into actually being a professional so oftentimes people's like it's not patty the millionaire matchmaker that's a tv show there's real life matchmakers like nicole and myself as you too laura that you understand that a, there's so much that goes into a building a relationship with your single person that comes your way and building trust and caring about the person and successfully matching them. And people don't know what to expect because there's no real people advocating for the matchmakers. Everybody's kind of just doing their thing. No, you only that- hear about the the, the the bad stories, right? Yeah, Absolutely. yeah. exactly. But there's exactly. many, the many... Nicole and I have matched thousands of people for the last 20 years that have successfully found love and supported them. And you them. don't hear about those stories. Right. Because people just pay, they get what they pay for and they're just out of there. And right. And then when you go to see reviews, a lot of people don't post those type of reviews. They oh. don't want people to know that they met through a matchmaker. So unfortunately, yeah. we get a bad rap sometimes, yeah, right? But, but how about all like... It's a lot. I always tell people it's so time consuming to find matches for people because because you could be looking for this, this, this and this, but they also have to be looking for you, too. Exactly. And then there's also something where when we go back to the first question of like, you know, what's shifted in the dating culture when you're just scrolling through photo after photo after photo. Yes, you definitely have to be attracted to the person that you're interested in. But there's so much more that goes into what you're going to love about someone Mm -hmm. that is attractive. Mm -hmm. Just like you meet many attractive people and then once you get to know them, you're like, oh, no, it's not you. (laughs) Yeah, definitely not you. Because personality and everything else that goes into you loving someone, you cannot um, really mandate online you don't know anything about that person except their photo you don't know if they have an accent and you don't know that they're being honest yeah but that's why having a great photo or great photos is so important yeah but it's just your foot in the door right it's not going to keep you in there but it's important it is important very important so let's take a look at uh some of the most obvious changes that have evolved from this uh, from this shift, from this shift in dating culture. Well, we talked about it earlier in the segment of the whole buffet mentality. It's so difficult to really know when to stop, you know, and we always share this story. It's like, you know, if this was if this was 20 years ago, you would meet someone. You'd give them everything you got. You'd get to know them until you figured out otherwise. But now it's like, okay, well, I like you and you're nice and you like me, but we both have 20 other people in our inbox. So what if I find someone nicer? Mm-hmm. So or better. Yeah, or yeah. better or rich, more rich or, you know, better body or this or that. It's like this long list. But it, then, well, what if you don't, though? And and how about chivalry? Like chivalry seems to be on life support nowadays. <laughs> Yeah. Don't you find that? Yeah. I mean, women are always complaining to that's me about that. That's a deep subject matter. It is. I feel like it's like, that's a deep subject matter. That's a whole other show. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I think women play a role in that too, though. 
what we're accepting nowadays versus what we used to accept. Oh, 100%. Um, You're taking breadcrumbs on a plate and acting like it's a full meal. And it's it's not. not. (laughs) Yeah, you deserve the actual meal. Yeah. And how about going on real dates? I mean, nowadays more people consider sitting at home versus going out for dinner, let's say. No, No. definitely not. Go out. Go out. You want to see that person in all settings. And in public your best opportunity because you're going to see how that person treats the world and how the world treats that person. You know what? I set up a guy on a date and I was so upset because (laughs) I got a complaint about him that he mentioned to the girl that um, he doesn't like to take girls out for dinner on a date because he always gets stuck with the bill. (laughs) He said that to her? He said that to her. I was like... Dude, you can't talk like that to a woman who's looking for a gentleman. Like you know, you know why? That's just so and this is why we off-putting. always say this. Natasha and I always say this. When you're going on your first meet, it's the meet. It's prelims. It's mm-hmm. not a date yet. No. And these men are spending too much money. Okay, That's why they're so frustrated. go for coffee, but don't tell a yeah. woman that. Yeah, but don't you tell don't, her. No, definitely don't tell that her that. Honest. Definitely don't tell well, her see, that. You know, but don't set yourself up for failure either. Because you don't could, know if you're going to like we her. We could say a thousand reasons why you should have a matchmaker and that is one of them that you get to talk to your matchmaker about all the things that you want to say so when you go on a date with a real person you omit that stuff and you're not sharing it with a potential person that and this guy i mean <laughs> clean cut good looking yeah, like i didn't think he things. had any issues with dating let me tell you we'll be right back we're talking about <laughs> shifts in the dating culture on the dating and relationship show now back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. And we're back. You're tuned in to the Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. I'm Laura Bellotta, your host. Missing is my executive producer and co-host, Sandra Carusi. Miss you, Sandra, if you're listening. Today I have Natasha Saunders and Nicole Scott in studio with me and uh, they are the love listeners. They've been in the dating and matchmaking industry for 20 years and we're talking about shifts in the dating culture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about our youth now. So if you ladies could sit down and chat with the youth of today, what would you tell them when it comes to dating and relationships? To stop believing that true love won't exist. It is out there for everyone to have and it's the reason we were born. It's to be loved and to love. And no matter where we go with technology or online dating or matchmaking or wherever love is headed, um, it needs to start heading back up for sure. But how are you? See, we had a chat about this off the air a couple weeks ago. And I'm like, there's no hope. And you're like, yes, there is. I'm like, because there's no doubt that millennials tend to date differently than other generations, right? Um like, don't still you think young. that they're in trouble when it comes to dating and maintaining a healthy relationship? Well, the problem, I think what the biggest problem for millennials, if they can just figure out this part, is that, and they don't know about these basics because, you know, they're young, they're millennials. You have to, you can't have a relationship via text message. You can't have a relationship via Facebook. You can't like, and that's what they're doing now. Yeah, but how, how are we, how can we, I mean, how can we change that? <laughs> By talking to each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Meeting face to face, going to speed dating events, yes. going to places Come where to you're going to more speed dating events. Exactly, going where you're going to interact and meet people and see if you vibe with them instead of seeing if you vibe with them via text message. It just you, you have to go back to the human touch, laying eyes on someone face to face, talking well, to someone on the phone. 
That's the, also the beauty of having a matchmaker is that you get to have a new way to date in an old school way, which means you're not getting bombarded by, you know, 30 guys in your inbox. You get to go on a date with someone that you know this person is who they say they are and they too are serious about meeting. And you get to go on the journey with us through the beginning, the during, and 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 yeah. through you know after when you've met to be like hey how's things going yes i really like him or i really like her but she did this or he did that and then it's us talking it through to be like okay well here could be another perspective of what this person may be thinking um or yeah you know what you are 100% um allowed to feel this way because that wasn't cool whatever that is but oftentimes because you're kind of left to your own devices and there's nothing wrong with (laughs) your family and friends and the other people you know and love but they're giving advice to you from wherever it is in their life so like if you're in a relationship and you ask your single girlfriend what she thinks well it's like asking a mom for advice who's not a mom. It's like, well, okay, thanks, but no. If you ask your friend who's divorced and how she's not happy with the way her marriage ended, her love advice that she's going to be offering is from that space where she is in her life. So All match- men suck. Right. <laughs> but that's not Stay true. <laughs> but So when you speak with us, we are giving our advice through professional experience and not personal opinion. And that's why it's helpful to have help when it comes to love. Okay, so let's, I want to talk about social media now, okay? So yes. let's talk about the positives and the negatives when it comes to social media and how it attaches itself to dating relationships and love. I, what, do you, what do you guys think? Um, social media has been a beast. <laughs> It's been a beast. Um, like I'm sure, like if a you beast. ask, yeah, if Good you way ask to put Mark Zuckerberg, it. like, could he have imagined all of this? He probably didn't. You know, he yeah. just probably couldn't have pictured all this. And people use it as a free way yeah. to date. No, which people slide me. in your DMs all the time, which annoys me. Like, hi, hey, beautiful, hi, watch. like, what, or sending you, you know, yeah, hi, what, the pics, yeah, you know, oh, d- pics, oh yeah, yeah. we oh, talked about that you here? can say that, yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> We've yeah. talked about it a lot, actually. <laughs> okay. Through social they media. Send them, yeah, they send through them social through. Media. Well, not through Facebook so much, but Instagram. Instagram's crazy. notorious yeah. for the. It, you know, I find I'm keeping that, a collection. Yeah. <laughs> I find that so interesting, like, especially for, like, I mean, any age. I, I don't know if younger people are, are thinking that that's attractive. I'm sure you're much younger than us and you think that that's creepy. <laughs> you know, before, no one would ever in real life come up to you and drop their pants. <laughs> So for them to feel and and feel like they were going to get somewhere with that. Yeah. Right. You would run. But why would it be acceptable to offer that online and think that that would be like a way in? Yeah. It's that to me is pretty. So so positive or negative. Well, I think, that, bad. I think the positive is that, you I know, think there's more negatives than positives. There is more I think negatives. it causes a lot positive. of anxiety in people, really. It depresses people. It's like, wasn't yeah. life simpler when we didn't really know what the hell everybody was doing? And, but, like, you know, seriously and don't, Everybody has to remember to keep things in perspective because on social media, people aren't really showing you what's going wrong. They're showing you their highlights their, of their, their lives. Sometimes fake lives. Or yeah. Some people are more authentic, but most people aren't. And they will show you what their their wannabe lives. Like I'm jet setting and doing this and doing that. And and now you're looking at that thinking you want to have that lifestyle when that life, that person doesn't live that life. Yeah. Right. So that I, the negative part of social media is that definitely 
people are, get to be whoever they want to be and not authentically who they are anymore. Yeah. We need to take a break. We'll be right back. Stay with us. You're listening to The Dating and Relationship Show. You're listening to The Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. What a great show here, The Dating and Relationship Show. I'm Laura Bellotta of singleinthecity.ca. My co-host today is missing, but that's okay because I have these two amazing ladies in studio with me, Natasha Saunders and Nicole Scott. They are the love listeners. Hey, guys. And we're talking about shift in dating culture. And uh, before the break, we were talking about social media and how it attaches itself to dating relationships and love. And Natasha had something to say. Well, yeah, there's so many blank statements that are being offered and people eat them up. You know, like, um, for instance, uh, be the CEO that your mom wanted you to marry. It's like, what does that mean? And then, you know, or it's like, be unapologetically you. Like, well, what if your raw, unapologetic self could be sweeter or nicer or kinder or like many other things. So I feel like because these blank statements, like people make memes and it's like, yeah, that's me. It's like, well, maybe it's well, not. Well, I think people just copy and paste things. Come on. A well, no, of, but some but people are really believing it. Is Who has time, you know, to post twice a day and come up with authentic, like, posts? It's not about the people that are posting. It's the people that are reading it and believing it true to themselves when that may not be the case. And that's something that I feel is sad when it comes to that or even like oh be confident be classy be smart say well what if you're not those things okay or what if you think you are those things and you're not so so one more question about social media do you guys think people should use social media for dating no that's my answer i don't feel like social media is a good platform for dating based on just what we were talking about earlier it's not real yeah a lot of it is so fake that you're not like Well, you'd really have to hurry up, meet the person and see if they were really true to who you like. Well, just with any, you know, picture only type of dating, you really have to hurry up and meet the person and see if they are who they say they are and then find out all the things that you like about them Mm -hmm. so that you could really get to know them. Yeah. Okay. So now there's a lot of statistics uh, out there that focus mainly on the negative aspects of dating and relationships. Let's talk about that. Yes. Um, I feel so like... Sad. Sorry. No, no. I was just saying that it's so sad. Yeah. There's a lot of... I feel like a lot of things... Well, people are burnt to out. You ...about what's wrong and never about what's right. Yeah. Like, like when's the last time that you read... I, I mean, there are some people like like that out there that are like us that would have positive things to say but a majority of people are down and out they're frustrated and i get it and da- and they're jaded they've been hurt i'm not doing this again um but there's there's a lot of negative a lot of negative well, like oh there's a 50 percent divorce rate it's like okay so there's a 50 percent divorce rate but then that also means that there's a 50 percent of marriages that are working yeah can we talk about that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's about perspective you know it's like you can't just always point out what's wrong there's got to be something, right? Yeah, and you need to be vulnerable in order to find someone, right? If you're not vulnerable, to a certain then you'll extent, never really yeah. Meet anybody. I feel like 
vulnerable um, is a word that is misused when people think you're vulnerable. It's like you're weak or that's you're not, not what strong. I mean. No, exactly. no, we know what you mean. You're exactly. But that's why it's <laughs> you about. You have to yeah. open your heart. That's, and, yes, exactly. Yeah. In order to fall in love, you need to have an open heart and an open, open mind. mind. Those are your yeah. two. You those have to be working together. But what you were saying earlier was like, you know, no one writes the good reviews and everyone's always, you know, wants to share what they're not happy about. And then the happy people don't. And exactly what Nicole's saying, it's like everyone's always like, oh, 50 percent of marriages don't work. Well, oh, my gosh, that's so good, because then the other half do. And I'm going to be in those like (laughs) but no one ever no one ever leads with that. No one ever says, oh, 50 percent of marriages Marriages and relationships are still working, guys. That like no one's leading with that. No one writes good reviews. So it's really about um, the people in the dating community to really uplift people and see that there is success in love and true love still does exist. Yeah. So so as human beings, we often want things to be a certain way and we want it now, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So this is particularly true in our romantic relationships. So once we decide we're ready to date, we want it now. And when it's not happening as fast as we want it, then we become angry. We, we become upset. Game. We mm-hmm. become jaded, mm-hmm. what you were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. So let's chat about this. What advice can we offer to singles who are looking and just don't seem to be meeting anyone of substance? Because this happens. Like sometimes I, I know people who go on like two dates a week. It's been Me like too. 10 years and they still haven't met anyone. <laughs> so I think the problem lies with them. Typically, but sometimes you don't know that even if it is going to be a best friend or whoever it is, you need to have the ability to see your reflection in the mirror. And oftentimes we don't, we really only see it in our way from our point of view. And it's not to say that that's not right or wrong. It's your own perspective of what's happening. There's just another perspective that you're not including into the equation. So it's really about really being able to look within and um, that sometimes is difficult doing it on your own being Mm -hmm. able to look goes back to being open like Mm -hmm. you were saying before you have to be open to learning and I think really understand who you are as a person and learning from your past mistakes but it's hard to do that on your own yeah, it, it is. Yeah, sometimes. I mean, well, unless you have a good support system yeah. too. Yeah, there are people that have a, that have a good support yeah, system. Yeah, exactly. For sure. But then there's the others that don't, and those are the ones that, like you were saying, that goes on two dates a week for the last ten years, and they yeah. don't take any advice. Yeah, so and you, they, well, they just they don't think they're doing anything wrong. It's everybody else, and <laughs> well, not me. Exactly. Okay, but you're the common denominator. We need to take a break. We'll Sorry. be right back. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Dating and Relationship Show. Back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bilotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. You're tuned in to the Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. I'm Laura Bilotta of singleinthecity.ca. In studio with me, we have uh, these two amazing ladies, the Love Listeners. They have 20 years experience in the matchmaking and dating industry, and they are Natasha Saunders and Nicole Scott, and we're talking about the shifts in dating culture. Now, do you think that people blame dating platforms and use that as an excuse to why it's not working for them? Absolutely. Yeah. It's so easy Natasha, to say. Natasha, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Natasha, the chattier of the two. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, yeah, people will say like, oh, you know, this site 
uh, sucks. It's like, well, how? You had like five days this week off this site. Like, how does it suck? <laughs> it could only suck if you log on and there's no one on there. Then you could say that whatever that site sucks. But other than that, you really have to be doing your research and knowing what to say and who to contact and who to respond and there, also, you know, yeah, a long and also list. do your research to find the best dating site for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like I mean, if you're over 45, for example, you might want to join our time because mm-hmm. most people, most members are 40 and plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're really serious about meeting someone, you might want to choose an online dating site where you actually have to pay a little bit of money. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's never the platform, and it's always the person. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I totally agree with that. Sometimes, like, I, because I had a lot of experience on these dating sites, and the quality of people I found on one site compared to another site was, you know, quite a bit different. Quality and quantity are always going to be your two most Mm -hmm. things you're looking for when you are online dating. You want to make sure the people on there are good, and you want to make sure there's enough of them. Yeah. But you should be looking for quality over quantity of course. any day, right? Of course. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. and also you need to need to put your best foot forward. You have to be you know, you have to feel good about yourself yeah. before you start. I think dating. that's what Natasha was talking about when she yeah. said that it's the person. Because really at the end of the day, the platform is just the platform, right? So you can have an our time. I'm sure there's gonna be a new one that comes up. Uh, elite singles like there's yeah, gonna the be list. a ton of them that yeah. pop up and I feel like people but <laughs> that's also a misconception because I think that people think if I pay for it then it's gonna be better quality well sometimes that's not the case if if the person on the platform that is not at their best <laughs> yeah you're gonna have a hard time yeah and yeah. if you're not at your best you're gonna yeah. have a hard time exactly yeah, you know people that's need to exactly. look within right they're always putting the blame on everybody else it's like exactly. you know the blame could be within yourself exactly so so in the next few minutes i want to talk about some of the things that people can do right now to help them increase their chances of meeting someone okay so if you're single and you're at home i want you to grab a pen and paper and jot down this information uh you can also grab a copy of my book single in the city that's available in chapters and on amazon because i have all this information in in the book. So ladies, <laughs> let's get started. So what are some things that people can do to increase their chances of meeting someone? Change your mindset. Mm-hmm. Let's start with that. Okay. Be if you are serious about this and you really want to meet someone, you have to then start to act that way. Um you want to you want to always put forward your best you. But you need to figure out who that is first. Yes. Because a lot of time people want to be Very out there important. looking for, exactly, you're out there looking for, you know, someone to give you 100%, but you're only really giving 50, which is, you know, not fair to the other person. You didn't consider that. So you have to be your full you when you're out there searching. And you'll also find that it's easier. It's easier when you're your, your full you. Your full you brings confidence, and most people are attracted to confident people. They sure are. Right? So if you... Bring your full you and and then start searching. You'll probably have an easier time. Natasha, well, I, yeah, I feel like there's there's so much that that goes into that of being your best you. Like how happy you are, just in general. Like how happy you are with your job. How happy are you with the other relationships? Because you, you attract have who you yeah who you exactly. are. Yeah. We Similar put ourselves attraction. out there as this you know our unapologetic selves. Well, that's a lot for someone to take if that 
your unapologetic you is not happy or bitchy or abrasive or you know not kind and not loving and you need to possess the qualities that you're looking Mm -hmm. for in a person so if you're not those things then you need to work on yourself first so number one so but and you know sometimes that's hard for people to see because they're only looking at all the things that you know they're looking at all their good qualities or thinking that you know uh, them being super confident but maybe it's coming across super bitchy but you don't know that because you're thinking of it in a positive way this is your confident best you so self-awareness is important yeah Mm -hmm. and i think that comes with time too as you get older you really get more self-aware oh definitely yeah Yeah. well i find i found that i did anyways yeah me too okay um how about talking to strangers right talking to people like everywhere you go well, if you I can mean, bring yourself pro- to well, do it. Well, I feel like yeah. that's only easy for someone that's outgoing. For someone but I think practice makes perfect because I teach a lot of guys that are really shy and introverted. And I mean, speed dating really helps with that. Yeah, like getting that. out there and practice the dating. You know, the one on one interaction yeah, is always talking. going to be your best bet. You're right. And for guys, yes, I feel like they definitely. Uh, girls still want guys to lead. Like, we still want you to be like, hey, they do. I like you. We're going to come right back to this. We need to take a break. Stay with us. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I'm here with my real estate friend, Holly Garvey Penny. What's up with HGP's tips and trends today? Hi, Sandra. Today's tip is update your condo evaluation. Do you know what your condo is worth? Because right now, the condo market is hot. Typically, condos were evaluated every year or two. But with today's hot condo market, if your condo was assessed even three months ago, it's time to have a reassessment. Know what your condo is worth. Call or email me for an evaluation and reassessment. I can help you. So they can reach you at hgp at bosleyrealestate.com or 416-322-8000. Thanks, Sandra. Now back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bilotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Thank you for tuning in to the Dating and Relationship Show. I'm Laura Bilotta. In studio today is Natasha Saunders and Nicole Scott, the love listeners. And we're talking about shifts in dating culture. Before the break, we were talking about the things that people can do right now to help them increase their chances of meeting someone. So let's continue with that. Natasha? I feel like uh, uh, something we were talking about on break, which is like so important, when you do go out, just like what you would do if you were online dating, you have your eyes open to seeing who who you like. In public, that would be even better. If you had, instead of having your eyes on your phone, having your eyes out and about to see like, hey, and to go up to someone and be like, hey, it's nice to meet you. What's your name? You are beautiful. And at least acknowledge them and have them acknowledge you and flirt, you know, the whole back and forth thing. A smile is so... Inviting. Inviting. It's your best yes. icebreaker. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's best your icebreaker. best icebreaker. Somebody will gravitate towards you if you yes. have a beautiful smile. So true. Yeah. If you just smile in general, maybe you have a little, maybe there's a big space. Maybe your teeth are crooked, but the smile alone 
Maybe <laughs> a big space. <laughs> but if you smile okay. at someone, it does it does draw them to you. Well, also, too, there's something psychological that also happens when you see that person smiling. It makes you think they're happy and nice. And those are the two things that someone is looking for when they're finding someone. And, if you're happy and nice. And you're approachable when you smile. Yeah. Because when you're not smiling, you're definitely not approachable. Absolutely. Yeah, you're yeah. just letting the person know, do not but, talk but, to me do, and do not look and at me. If you look, look around when you go to the grocery store or anything like people are always on their, their phones, phones everywhere right everywhere. but like Put i always suggest down. too like bump into someone get in someone's way you know oh yeah have your eyes way. open yeah and then who's out there that you right. may like and yeah. then you know find an excuse to talk to them like yeah. you know ask them a question yeah do you, do you know, know where yeah we mm-hmm. at the same time see <laughs> we're both day coaches <laughs> we, we know what we're doing here yes exactly. okay how about um letting all your friends know that you're single and yeah. you know letting them set you up if they want to trying that out obviously you know go to a matchmaker like ourselves well um, there's lot yeah there's lots of avenues yeah and i think it's good for people to know that uh i mean it, it goes both ways like there's you know the yin and yang to everything because sometimes when you tell people you know that you're single it's like oh why are you single it's like i don't know <laughs> the answer to that yeah. um and that's so- the first question that people ask when they yeah. when they don't see you for a long time so you're married so you have any kids yeah. so are you single so who are you dating it's like the first question yeah. you know always yeah so sometimes always. it's not that you know flattering to be telling everyone you are single and oftentimes you do want to keep it private um you know being single being single is not a disease though exactly. why do you have to keep it private Well, also, too, because when you are single and you do want to be with someone, you have to think about the other side of that. How do you think you would feel if you were that person that was going on a few dates a week and no one was calling you again to go out with you? It makes you feel sad and lonely and hurt and scared and like, oh, my gosh, maybe I'm not meant to be with anyone. And like all these things start feeling inside. So it's not one of those things where people are like, yeah. I'm single unless they just broke up with someone they hated but other than that over time it loses its flair of the excitement that you are single because at the end of the day the whole reason we're meant to be on earth is to love and to be loved so when you take that out of your life for a long period of time it doesn't make you feel good so there are people though that have given up on love and just mm-hmm. want to remain single and that's, that's okay too Everybody's entitled to that, though, okay. because some people might find love in a different way. That's fine. I mean, but don't give not, up on love. No. Well, but don't some, ever give okay, up on love. Okay, but some people do. Yeah. Some don't. people do. Please well, guys, don't. Okay. Don't do that. <laughs> We're okay. here to advocate okay. never to give up on love. <laughs> never give up. Okay, yeah. so mingling in new social circles. Yeah, join a club. So Join important. like a badminton club. Uh, you ski know. club not yeah. now because it's uh, I know. summer but. a ski club uh, <laughs> you know whatever archery um, that's pretty big nowadays go out a lot like go out a lot yeah. And and try new places. If you keep going to the same yeah, watering and hole working, and you're, you're yeah. not meeting anybody, then try a new place. Go speed dating. Speed dating is <laughs> always fun and cool. Yeah, I feel like that's also another, you know, disadvantage to people is that it's sometimes just about how much you're putting yourself out there. Like if you just go home, if you just go to work and come home and go home and go to work and you're just doing that, it really kills your possibilities unless you bump into someone on your way to work or yeah. on your way home. So the, 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 the issue though sometimes is that 
especially women tell me all the time because I find men don't have a, a big problem going out on, by themselves. I find that like Definitely. at my events, I will get a lot of guys coming solo while girls will come in groups. Absolutely. So I started these wing women nights where like women that are single can meet other women so they have, uh, a they, party, they can meet a new friends yeah. to go out with, yeah. right? Because mm-hmm. I kept hearing this complaint like I don't have anybody to go out with. So yeah. so yes, yeah, so, but joining new groups and mingling in new social circles, you, you're going to meet those people absolutely yeah but you know what that's it we gotta go Wow. Uh, that's oh, our show for today. So nice. I know. We had <laughs> such a great time. Um, so thank you, ladies, for coming in and sharing with us your expertise in the dating world. And hopefully we've given you some good insight on how to date in 2018. Ladies, how can people get a hold of you? Uh, okay, so there's our website, uh, www.thelovelisters.com. On social media, we are the Love Listeners. Um, for Instagram, Natasha and I have a our sep- an Instagram as well. It's Nick and Tash. Yes, you follow us. There. You can follow us there. <laughs> um, and then, of course, like the Love Listeners on Facebook, the Love Listeners on Twitter. Oh, for goodness sake. I- <laughs> okay. No, Just I remember, don't. never give up on finding true love. It is out there for you. Keep an open heart and an open mind, and it will come. And Single in the City's matchmaking program will be aligning with the love listeners to help you find quality matches. And we're going to take over the matchmaking industry. Can yes. I say Absolutely. That? I think yes. I can say we're that. Yeah. Yes. And I'm also hosting an after work singles mixer at the Thompson Hotel, May 31st, and all sorts of other speed dating events on the calendar. So check out singleinthecity.ca for more information. Well, that's it. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Ciao for now, and we'll see you next week. Bye.